Castletown House. Castletown House, built by William Connolly and situated to the northeast of the village centre, is the jewel in the crown of Selbridge and one of the highlights of Ireland's ancient east. It can lay claim to be the finest period house in Ireland and indeed can hold its place among the great houses of Europe. It is the earliest example in Ireland of Palladian-style architecture, which arrived here from continental Europe in the early 1700s. Amongst the hallmarks of this style are symmetrical proportions and the influence of classical Greek and Roman architecture. To understand the story of Castletown, we must first go back to the 17th century. This was a time of immense turbulence and conflict, both political and religious in nature, right across Ireland. Following the Glorious Revolution in England, the Catholic King James II was deposed and succeeded by his son-in-law, the Protestant William of Orange. The theatre of conflict moved to Ireland in 1690, where the two kings led opposing armies at the Battle of the Boyne. William's forces won the day and were also victorious at subsequent battles at Athlone, Ockram and Limerick. The war ended in 1691 with the Treaty of Limerick and its chief legacy was the transformation of Ireland's landed class. Those who had been loyal to James, known as Jacobites, who were primarily Catholic, were dispossessed of their lands. A new Protestant landed class came to the fore and benefited from generous grants of land as a reward for their service. One of these was William Connolly, a native of Ballyshannon, County Donegal, born in 1662 and the son of an innkeeper. He trained as a lawyer in Dublin and set up his practice in the northwest of Ireland. Soon he had made a substantial fortune providing legal services for land transfers as many new landlords sought to sell off their land as soon as it had been granted in order to make a quick profit. Connolly's shrewdness and legal expertise helped him to acquire large tracts of land across Ireland, often at knockdown prices. He also improved his fortunes and his social position with his marriage in 1694 to Catherine Cunningham, the daughter of a prominent Williamite general, which brought with it a substantial dowry of 2,300 pounds. Connolly amassed over 15,000 acres of land in eight Irish counties, along with estates in Wales. His properties brought him an annual rental income of over £17,000, a massive sum at the time. Connolly embarked on a political career and was elected to the Irish Parliament for Donegal Borough in 1692. The height of his career was his election as Speaker of the Irish House of Commons in 1715, from which he earned his nickname Speaker Connolly. He was undoubtedly the most influential political figure of his time. In 1709, Connolly purchased lands at Castletown, within easy reach of Dublin, from Colonel Thomas Dongan. 
Construction of the mansion commenced in 1722. The facade was designed by the Italian architect Alessandro Galilei, who met Connolly on a visit to Ireland in 1718. Galilei returned to Italy before construction began. The identity of the subsequent architect is unknown, but Edward Lovett Pierce, the young Irish architect who had just returned from a grand tour, designed the service wings and colonnades. However, by the time the house was ready to use as a residence in 1729, William Connolly had died. Connolly's widow, Catherine, resided at Castletown after his death, where she improved the estate and entertained a variety of guests. Following Catherine's death in 1752, her husband's nephew, William, and subsequently his son, Thomas, and his wife, Lady Louisa Lennox, came to inherit Castletown. Lady Louisa, in particular, left an important mark on Castletown and was constantly making improvements to the house and gardens. She made sure to employ the best craftsmen, but also used her resources wisely. Following her husband's death in 1803, she devoted her remaining 18 years to good works in the community. In 1821, close to death, she asked that a tent be set up in front of the house so that she could gaze on her beloved Castletown to the end. Thomas Connolly, known as Squire Connolly, was a member of Parliament, but it is said that he did not possess the same political shrewdness as his illustrious great-uncle. He did, however, use his influence to ensure that the 1798 rebellion, which caused much bloodshed elsewhere in Kildare, did not get a foothold in Selbridge. A guided tour of the house is the best way to get a full appreciation of the architectural marvel that is Castletown. Notable features include the long gallery on the first floor, used to entertain guests. Servants brought food into the room at one end without being heard at the other. Magnificent decorative stucco plaster work by the Lafranchini brothers adorns the staircase hall. Castletown contains 100 rooms and 229 windows and is today set in 120 acres of beautiful landscape grounds stretching down to the River Liffey. Its scale alone, quite apart from its design, makes it hugely impressive. As one 18th century commentator remarked, this I believe to be the only house in Ireland to which the term palace can be applied. The house remained in the Connolly family until the 1960s. When it was sold to property developers, its future appeared uncertain. Fortunately, it was purchased by Desmond Guinness of the famed Brewing family. With the support of the Irish Georgian Society, he aimed to preserve the house for future generations and the Castletown Foundation was established in 1979 to further this objective. The foundation undertook some conservation work and also acquired many of the furnishings that you see today. The house was transferred to the Irish state in 1994 and the Office of Public Works carried out major restoration work. Castletown House is open to the public from early March to late October, and there are daily guided tours. The beautiful parklands around the house are open to the public all year round and are free to visit.
From Castletown House, take the path to the southeast through the grounds which brings you to the Batty Langley Gate Lodge. This unique building can be rented from the Irish Landmark Trust. Turn back here and continue your stroll upstream along the banks of the Liffey with the river on your left. Across the river is a site of great significance in the early history of Selbridge and the subject of our next track, St. Wollstone's Abbey. <laughs> 